Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Sorry, I'm, I'm typing. <laughs> nice moves there, Andrew. Yeah, going well. Andrew told us that he was practicing his dance moves and he was showing them off there. Yep, I had a few. I had a few worked out. I had some options. Uh, yep. But I, yeah. I'm really happy with how that went. Yeah, that, 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 that was excellent. Well, well choreographed. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> for, for folks, um, for folks who don't know, because they, you don't you don't see us before we go live, we actually count in with five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> That's how we start every episode. Man. Yeah, the metronome was really helpful. That, yeah, that yeah. really got me warmed up. <laughs> yeah, I've got my leg warmers on. <laughs> the bandwidth delay doesn't impact our synchronicity at all. We are no, tight. No. We are we are yeah. tight when we do these. You know, it's important. Yeah. Well, we have several rehearsals uh, ahead of every episode for the dancing. Yeah. I hope all of you at home and in the chat, first of all, welcome to the chat. I hope you all had an enjoyable dance moment in your chairs as well. Yes. Good to see all of you. Yeah, and always remember to limber up, folks. We don't want to pull any muscles by dancing. Exactly. It's a full contact dancing sport when you come on idiotic. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're joining us from, which is always fun to find out. Um, we have with us this morning uh, Andrew McGuire, who's joining us to talk a little bit about, uh, well, the official title, Learning XAPI One Piece at a Time, which is sort of his adventure in getting into XAPI, coming to grips with it, how he got to, to do something to solve, uh, you know, something, some stuff for a particular project. Um, Andrew, why don't you introduce yourself to the folks and, and tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself so they know where you're coming from, that kind of thing. Uh, certainly. So um, my name is Andrew McGuire. Um, uh, very excited to be on the show. Um, but uh, so I've been uh, I'm an instructional designer. Uh, actually, my my official title is instructional technologist. Um, and I work for a company called Llamasoft. Um, I've been there about two years um, and we've been we've been doing some exciting stuff with uh, with XAPI in a, in a couple different formats. Um, but uh, a little bit about my background, um, uh, in a past life, um, I was a teacher. I, oh. I taught English at a, at a community college for about seven years. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so I, um, my, my joke is, so I actually double majored in English and philosophy. So uh, also known as unemployment. <laughs> um, and, uh, so, uh, but yeah, I love, I love to teach. I love to get people engaged. And, uh, so I, I was teaching for a while and, uh, I had a friend who was working at a, at a tech company. Um, and he said that they were working on this training program and he was really interested in, uh, in, you know, seeing, learning more about it, um, learning more about training and, um, wanted to know if I'd come in and, uh, do an interview and, uh, actually ended up interviewing and, and, uh, getting a job. Um, and so started to develop training content that way. And then, um, um, and then after that went to a credit union. Um, and uh, worked at a credit union as an instructional designer and e-learning developer um, there. Um, and so developed a lot of courses, um, really learned uh, kind of the tools at that point. Uh, so how to make uh, e-learning courses in a couple different software, um, rapid e-learning building software and uh, uh, video also. 
uh, learned how to make uh, video as well. So um, kind of, you know, like been collecting uh, skills throughout different positions um, for the for the last few years and specifically been in in e-learning for uh, about six years now. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and Brent's got a few folks chiming in who are also former teachers in our group, which is not uncommon. Um, oh, I am. Yeah. I'm, I was an English major as well. So uh, <laughs> I know I know some of your path where I can probably uh, reflect on some of that. So. Um, anyway, lots of cool, lots of cool chats, uh, pops, things being popped into the chat. Um, so one of the things that, um, I mean, the core, I guess, of what we're, we're talking about today. Oh, nice mug. I like that one. Mm. <laughs> we're, Thank you. This a, has been in the house for quite a while. That's a, that's a brilliant <laughs> mug. I love that one. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so tell us a little bit about um, the XAPI stuff that uh, then, uh, it, what were you trying to, what got you doing, working on it? What was your, uh, you know, what was the problem that you were, that you were looking to focus on, that kind of a thing? So it, it's interesting, uh, when, I, when I first got exposed to it, I was at the, the credit union where I was working. Uh, they had um, an assessment test. They had modules that were a part of uh, compliance standards and, and, you know, just kind of employing onboarding, making sure that uh, employees um, knew essential information for their jobs. Uh, and we, we were moving this from, from paper-based to online. Um, and at that point, I got uh, an article from uh, a, a supervisor, you know, hey, check out XAPI. Uh, because one of the things that we were looking to do was send real-time data uh, as people were going through these modules to kind of keep track where they were at, um, potentially save progress if there was an outage. Um, and so looked at it, uh, did some research, and actually wasn't able to, uh, to um, get it working. Um, uh, before I left Lamasoft, but it was that introduction. Um, so I, uh, uh, the, the barrier ended up being that the LMS was not uh, compliant. So we couldn't, we couldn't send statements within the, uh, the, the LMS. Uh, but that was kind of the kernel. Um, so I was familiar with, uh, you know, what it was, um, you know, how it, uh, a bit of how it worked. Um, and uh, it, it, it's funny, I happen, uh, so one of my coworkers there actually also happened to be a teacher. They taught HTML, and, uh, was a math teacher, but was the coach of the, the coding team. So he taught HTML and JavaScript. Well, that was enough to kind of like get us going along this road. And so when I started at Llamasoft, one of the specific call outs in the job description was XAPI, oh. and I had I had never seen that, um, and so uh, once I started there, they said, "Are you interested in looking at this?" Um, and I said, "Yeah, absolutely." Yeah. Um, and so once we got there, uh, the problem that we were looking to solve was uh, video. Uh, the our team uh, were the learning experience team. Uh, was creating video, um, and those videos were going into the help system. Um, and uh, we uh, we created a few videos, and it went well. Uh, you know, launched. Um, you know, we uh, um, they were well received within the organization, 
and then um, they we got asked for more videos. <laughs> um, and so our question was, uh, how many people watched the video? You know, what was the what were the plays? What were the pauses? Uh, what was the the interaction like? And uh, the the uh, the answer we got back is we don't know. That's always the answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny, you know. I I I uh, so this is kind of what we presented at in at Demo Fest. You know, this was uh, so uh, my my coworker uh, uh, Dave and I, uh, Dave Kirschbaum and I, we presented on this stuff, um, and we would tell people that and. I, I don't know how many folks I talked to that said, yes, like that is my experience exactly. And let us, and let us just add to, by the way, uh, congratulations on your win at DemoFest. Thank you. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, uh, Dave and I had a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Dave uh, encouraged me to smile after we won, so that was a nice <laughs> reminder. <laughs> like, loosen up a little bit. You won. Like, so, uh, I, always good to have coworkers like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah. So um, that was kind of the challenge that was that was outlined um, very early on. I, I, I would almost say, like within within the first few weeks, I was encouraged to to start looking at that. Um, and uh, that's when I came across um, Anthony Altieri's uh, articles. Um, and that was, that was for me like a, a big hinge point. Um, and I've, I've actually, it's cool. I've, I've been able to tell him that. Um, and as a result of me telling him that I actually owe Anthony 10% uh, of all my roulette winnings oh. uh, in perpetuity, I believe is the, <laughs> was the agreement. <laughs> He has a way of making those deals with people. Yes, yes very interesting, right? <laughs> well, you know, when you wear an LRS on your badge at yeah. events, you know, that gives you some a little bit of carte blanche when it comes to XAPI, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. He's uh um uh he yeah, he's actually uh been been super helpful and encouraging uh when i when i've had a chance to meet him but I, yeah i i read that article about i think a year before i actually was able to meet him face to face but um but you know what i basically just started i took that article and i created you know a, a put a button on a page in html and then i had that button sending statements to an lrs so just someone clicked the button um, and that's kind of how it all starts, right? When you're first getting started, it's like, hey, let's just get the connection created. Let's just figure out like the the signaling, the process, what that all looks like, right? Build the XML statement, get the LRS connected up to it, make some sort of interaction that just does something really simple and figure out that whole process, then it becomes a lot easier to figure out, okay, now what do we do with it and where can we get all this data? And we seem to have lost him. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering if it was just me, but. No, this time it's me too. Has everybody okay. else lost Andrew or is it just oh. the two hosts? Oh, I can hear him. Oh, hello. <laughs> I'm hello. definitely here. Can okay. We've lost your we've lost you on the video aspect, but we do we do hear you. Hmm. 
Hey, can you, uh, oh, I was going to say, um, can you do a quick refresh of your browser, Andrew? Sure. I'll, I will do that right now. Thank you very much. And um, while he's doing that, I'm contemplating filler music. Time to dance. We're not over. We're just waiting for him to come back. Okay. So I, in the cutaway, I was doing a lot of dancing, actually. <laughs> yeah. We, so, and and uh, it, it, was, it was really good. And so it's unfortunate that, <laughs> that it... Well, that my I guess my camera timed out. I don't yeah, know. Right? Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. We'll see if it happens in another 15 minutes. Yeah, I hate when that happens. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, well, you, but you know that you know that yeah. saying, "Dance like no one's watching." Sure. You know? yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, to uh, uh, to your point, like uh, yeah, getting something working was like a huge leap. You know, like, like, first of all, just having an LRS, uh, knowing what that was, what it would do. Uh, so the first LRS that we used was, uh, was Saltbox. Um, and uh, they, uh, uh, I don't believe they exist anymore. Um, but yeah, just like sending, sending a test statement of like, you know, uh, from a local machine, like that was, uh, uh, that felt big. And then, um, and then uh, using, you know, using some additional code, we were able to uh, put a video on that same page. And then once the the video is on there, then um, what it, what I was able to see was that, like, um, there was a bunch of places that I could, uh, that, that interactions could happen. Um, and being able to kind of like, look for those interactions and uh, get that working. Um, then we had like a, a real, like, almost like an actual proof of concept that we could show people and like, you know, demonstrate like, okay, like when, you know, when you, when you fast forward, when you go full screen, when you go mute, like those are, those are all actions that we're, that we're getting from now. Hmm. So all, even those little sort of those tiny actions that you do, um, those are sending XAPI statements every time somebody interacts with the player of the video that's embedded on the HTML page. Yes. Um, so <clears throat> if you go, uh, if you go into our help uh, system, uh, those videos that the LX team has created are up there. Um, and yeah, that that interaction data was was something that we were really curious in getting. Um, and interesting but, uh, too is that yeah. there, there's a lot of marketing companies out there right now that have that yeah. sell products that allow you to get that kind of viewing data on your videos. Does it kind of make those things obsolete when you can do it yourself with XAPI? Well, I, I think that it depends on uh, on how the video is being delivered. Mm. Um, and so uh, there, you know, there are some advantages of um, uh, of kind of like um, uh, uh, like video players that are that are a little more advanced, uh, and uh, there you know there's some advantages to where things are hosted, um, things like that. Um, yeah. That would but, make a difference. Uh, yeah, but uh, kind of that being said, like we've been able to kind of crack it open, and so that like it it becomes fairly quick to. Uh, produce, host, 
post and then get analytics on a video. Um, so actually as, as a part of DemoFest, we didn't want to blow up our LRS. We didn't want a ton of statements to be going there uh, while we were demoing this stuff in front of in front of people. Um, and so uh, we uh, we knew we would have iPads to to kind of show folks um, as you know we were going through the videos. Um, so that day we created a video on our cell phones. Um, we put it up on AWS. Uh, we linked it out to uh, like a launch page that we had built out and we were getting data on it that night. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so when we're talking about the HTML page, I think some people, uh, one of the questions that I get a lot is how can I just take that video and just like put it somewhere? There's, there's the, there's the part that gets skipped in a lot of these conversations right? and it's that player, right? There's a lot of different open source video players for HTML5 and things like that. Did you guys pick one of those? Did you code your own JavaScript? How do you, how did you do that? Uh, so we just use the, uh, uh, so when, when we're building the demo stuff, uh, we're just using the native player. Okay. Um, but, uh, for the, the help system, we're actually in, um, in, uh, a, in flare, which is a, a product used for technical documentation. Oh, um, yeah. and we're, we're on their templates. And so, uh, they, they have a, um, a, a video player that, um, you know, it's this, it's the same, uh, essentially the same triggers, the same events that you're okay. looking at as the web player. Uh, but we're, so we're using that, that player at that point. Uh, but in, in terms of like hosting a video, like, you know, we, uh, just by like putting it in to an HTML page and putting it on AWS, it will, it will find, it will use that native, uh, player for the browser. Gotcha. Uh, Mia had a question uh, that she's thrown in the chat, and it's probably a, a good question to sort of take us a little bit further in, in talking about this stuff. Mia's asking, you know, can you track how long the learner watched the video? Uh, and you mentioned a couple of, you know, sort of things, interactions that people do with the video that you guys do track. Uh, but, sure. So maybe tell us a little bit about, you know, what are the things that you were looking, what were the, you were looking to track? Started with like, do we know how many people have watched this? But uh, what, and then what other kinds of things that as you've been looking at the data, what you've been, you know, what, you, what patterns you've seen, what kind of things you've, decisions that you've made then as a result of that stuff? Uh, absolutely. Um, so we, uh, we, uh, so the, in the actor, so with XAPI, uh, we've got, you know, you've got your actor verb object. Um, and so essentially that's, you know, um, Andrew Watt played uh, and then whatever video he played. Um, so uh, uh, we knew that we weren't going to be able to initially get an actor that was named. Uh, we didn't want people to sign in with an email. Um, and we uh, we knew we wouldn't be able to pull that information uh, from the browser in any way. Yeah. So a solution that we came up with was uh, when the page loads, um, there is a random number generator that runs and it creates a six digit number. Um, and because the the video uh, events take place on that page window, um, all of the the plays, pauses, start and end get associated with that six digit number. 
And so it just became like a really uh, like quick way to, to kind of capture that session data on a video. Hmm. Now, um, go, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, I mean, once you get past it, so sorry, I got caught by two different things going on in that in that idea. We, right. we think of, uh, as lot, so many folks think of, or, or it's fairly common to think of XAPI as replacing SCORM, et cetera, which is all about, you know, formal learning. But I was actually wondering uh, before you brought it up, you know, are people actually logging into your system and you're, it's just an open system, people are boom, getting there. So you're getting anonymous user data then. You're tracking usage patterns, et cetera, but you're not really, well, you're not able to get that it was John Smith or, or, or anybody like that particularly. Uh, no, no, yeah. uh, we were not. Um, however, uh, because of the usage data that we were able to show the organization, we were uh, our legal team and um, uh, uh, IT uh, did allow us to create a cookie. And so mm -hmm. as a result of that cookie, we're able to see uh, return visits across time now. Um, okay. And uh, it's, it's also gone beyond just uh, video. Um, the the documentation team saw that um, having visibility in the search, uh, how, so how, how people were searching the help, and then just navigating, so page hits uh, was going to be helpful as well. Uh, and so with with you know kind of a continuation of that, we're able to um, to grab some of uh, grab that data as well, along with a like a, a ton of metadata. Um, on on the session. There's uh, cool. Paul has a good comment in here, and it goes ties with a question I had. He says being able to see how long people are watching a video is what opened the door for XAPI for me. Right. And when I start thinking through it technically, um, how is there one like sort of built in? like length of time sort of API call that comes out of the video player? Or do you have to do stuff on the back end where you, you find out what the timestamp is when they clicked the play button to when they stopped it and everything that they do in between and then kind of correlate that? So we we are able to get um, like the, the actual timestamp on the video. Um, and so we're able to get the, the second marker on the video and okay. then they watch uh, we, to this particular point. Can you right, find out if they if they fast forwarded that point? Are you able to delineate whether or not they made it there one way or another? Uh, yes. So we're <clears throat> because so it, it at that point you are going off of like the 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 timestamps and you're 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 kind of. Uh, backing out, but and this is like purely our setup. There, I'm, you know, there are some uh, people who are geniuses with JavaScript um, that are probably able to get uh, this uh, pretty quickly. But uh, what what we've done is we're actually able to bring the, a session into Tableau, and uh, when we create that visualization, we just organize it by timestamp, okay. and then we're able to see. Um, the interactions, and then we can look at from that. We can look at those those second markers uh, that are happening within the video. Um, now the 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 question then becomes like, you know, you've got a ton. That's a ton of data. Yeah. <laughs> right. So what does that analysis look like? And it, it's been interesting. User, and then if you've got a hundred or more users hitting your website, yeah, <laughs> watching that video. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we get, um, you know, we get uh, a fair bit of traffic to the to the site in a day. Um, and, and so, you know, we get, uh, enough that, you know, to, to sort through that and look for patterns is, has kind of become another, another layer in what we're doing. Um, and so how do we, um, how do we make informed decisions off of the data? Um, that, that's been, uh, a new, uh, a new area of growth and challenge, mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, from yeah, so Ed uh, drops into the chat too and asks, "How do you generate reports from an LRS?" And yep. I've always told people, I, Tableau is just an amazing, amazing tool for doing that kind of stuff. And if you any any tool that you can export like a CSV full of data or CVS, no, that's the that's the Walgreens store. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just send one of those files over to your uh, your report generating tool, like a Tableau or any of the other you know competitors, I guess, that are out there, and yep. um, and then yeah. you can do all sorts of amazing things with uh, the data and building reports and building images around that data and and build your stories about what you're going to say about the data that way as well. Yeah, uh, and. Um like we we're actually uh we work with learning locker but um there's uh you know i think that um most lrs's also have a visualization component yeah. as well and so and that's been more advanced ones though right i always I have people always come to me and they're like yeah yeah they, we want more we want more we want it to be better we want to do different things and i'm like do you have any idea how hard it is to do that kind of stuff the fact that you get what you get <laughs> 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 yeah, it, it uh, there. Uh, it seems like, so. We we've started adding, you know, in terms of like metadata, like we've started adding extensions to our statements, um, and it seems like aggregating based on the extensions is where things start to get fuzzy and like sometimes like you'll you'll uh, hit the query and it'll just like stop. Um, so, uh, like, I, I think that, the, like, um, that that level of detail can sometimes be a lot for the system to handle. But, yeah, taking that out of tab out into Tableau, maybe looking at a week or, like, some kind of, like, narrow, uh, narrowing the, the frame of what you're looking at, yeah. um, that, that's been a, a, a big step forward for us in terms of, like, being able to build visuals and, and get reports and, uh, and make conclusions off of those reports, too. Yeah. So as you started, you know, digging into all the data and, and running, starting, you know, getting reporting in place, et cetera, um, what kinds of things, were there things that you, that were surprised, surprises to you guys? And, you know, then what kind of decisions and, you know, how, how did you take that info forward in, in terms of figuring out what to either do next or do differently? Yep. Um, well, uh, one of, one of the things that we saw was that, um, you know, uh, people, uh, especially in a help system, uh, and, and being able to look at the page-to-page -page navigation, the search, uh, we, we found that uh, a lot of people were in there for a, a specific need, um, and they were trying to achieve something within our product. Um, and uh, from that, we were able to see that, you know, a lot of people uh, didn't weren't completing videos, um, or uh, you know, or and weren't 
coming back and watching the same video over and over again. Um, it was basically, is the information contained within this that I need? If not, I'm going to move on to the next thing. Um, and so uh, a lot of like the the calls for additional videos, we're we're able to to say, well, is there a, is there another way that we could present this information um, that would that might be a little quicker to reference? So even like putting uh, a, a video and then having like text around that, um, or if there was something specific that they were intending to do, like maybe creating, uh, you know, uh, a GIF that. Uh, that that demonstrated that in a in an animation, um, and then uh, had text to support that around it. So it it allowed us to kind of look at things uh, uh, in from a different frame. But the other outcome was that video production became much quicker because we realized that um, the the investment the 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 return uh, would be you know uh, is pretty heavy. And so, you know, being able to, to do text or, um, uh, you know, do a quick GIF became much more attractive once we realized that we, it wasn't having the impact that a lot of people had, had hoped. That's interesting. You, you go in thinking, oh, we're going to find usage, and then you end up having sort of maybe a, an emotional letdown when, <laughs> when, you know, we put all this work in and, oh, maybe there's maybe we're doing too much work in a sense. Yes. Uh, well, and, and are there, are there other ways to present the information that's, uh, that's more suited for the, for the medium almost like, you know, when you, right. when you're going into a help system and you're just trying, like, I just need to get this to work, like, or I just need to get this one component figured out. Um, you know, it, it can be a challenge to say, okay, like I'm going to have to, you know, watch a, a five minute video. But yeah, uh, seeing the utilization was definitely of an, of interest to uh, to folks in the organization. Yeah, you start trimming down all the the graphic intros and the theme music uh, at the start of every video, and uh, <laughs> jettison that stuff. And uh, let's get it. Let's, anyway, I could yeah. see where we would make lots of assumptions that we want something professional, polished, because it represents us. But you know, cut to the chase, right? I am definitely guilty of putting like music at the front of my videos, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and it, it's it, it's fun for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if uh, if if I'm a learner and I'm looking for an answer, that 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 could be uh, an additional obstacle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, sure. especially in a time of need, like you said, they're they're semi semi panicking trying to get something done and other things that we think might be beneficial or valuable or cool, uh, just yep. maybe increase that sense of stress at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Brett, missed that one, Brett. I was just gonna say there's um, there's a couple questions in the, in the Q&A, did you see those? Did you wanna um, touch on those? I, I did, and I was thinking the, um, and so Christopher was asking about um, uh, finding templates or examples of XAPI use um, to start figuring out how to use it. And so looking for places to, to go to find stuff just to get started. Um, and I think that's a great thing that we should that we should talk about. I mean, you mentioned Anthony Altieri's uh, articles and stuff that, that you found, but uh, you know, maybe some of the other places that uh, that you've also found along the way, Andrew, that have been helpful for you um, in, 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 you know, getting yourself immersed. Uh, sure, well, uh, for me, it's, you know, when whenever I engage in a conversation, 
uh, about XAPI and like getting uh, getting more knowledge about it. Um, I'm usually about two minutes in before I mention Megan Torrance, uh, and then I I say that name like maybe five more times. Um, so I'm I'm actually uh, participating in the cohort this year. The XAPI cohort is going on right now. I uh, I I don't think I'm a very good participant. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've started a project and I'm kind of looking at ways that uh, that it makes sense to to work on that. But in terms of resources, uh, that's been extremely helpful for me. Uh, I've I've also gone to the XAPI party. Uh, the party is going to be in uh, December. Um, so, uh, wow, next month. Um, but, um, so, uh, there, there's, there's a wealth of resources with, uh, with that. Um, the, the other resource that I got plugged into, uh, pretty early on working with this was, was Twitter. Um, I, I started to, to tweet out like what I was doing questions. I started to do the e-learning guilds chat on Friday. Um, and uh, made some great connections. Um, and uh, addition, I mean, but now there's there's courses on LinkedIn. Um, I see webinars on a regular basis. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of resources that are that that seem to be emerging uh, beyond just um, you know like the the data specification on Git and you know like <laughs> and a, and a blog article by by someone like myself who's just happened to done this this one use case so um yeah, there's definitely a lot of resources out there yeah and asking asking folks what's helped them is actually a great way of filtering through because you could probably um you know get very overwhelmed in a hurry if you're just a novice in this space just trying to wrap your mind around it, it because it is um, it's a balance of sensible stuff. The way that XAPI statements are structured makes sense but it is still a technical kind of realm and if you're not you know, if you're not a programmer, you might feel daunted by some of the, the stuff that's going on. So, yeah. And, and yeah. There's, well, there's, there's even just the little things that I think those of us that are lean a little bit towards the techie geeky side, we forget that when, for example, earlier in the conversation, Andrew, you mentioned AWS. I bet there's a whole boatload of people out there that have no clue what that acronym stands for. <laughs> and it went right yeah. over their heads. And something as simple as an HTML page, okay, where do I put it? Okay, I took a class on LinkedIn and learning and I learned how to write an HTML page, but it's not playing. It's like, oh, you gotta put it on a server. Oh, what? How do I get mm -hmm. that? Oh, WordPress. Oh yeah, I've heard of that, but how do I get one of those? And yep. you know, those, those little things that I think a lot of the times go assumed and there are a lot of people in our industry out there that just need those those basics there is that foundational element that needs to exist yeah yeah well and i you know i i i totally lucked out you know like i i uh, i had a that job at the credit union that i had with that uh guy who was the coach for the code team he taught me enough that I was able to kind of see behind the curtain a little bit. So I was able to see that the output of a rapid e-building, e-learning building tool is an HTML page. Um, and, you know, <laughs> if you open up those files, like the code is in there. And, you know, like from that, I, I knew that, um, oh, I can put XAPI here. Like I can just kind of hack, hack it and, you know, send open and close statements, things like that. Um, but you're right. Like if, if, 
um, you know, if if no one's if no one's ever had that experience of like, okay, let's actually open the file, let or you yeah. know, you you have to open the file because your LMS does this certain behavior, yeah. which is you know where where I picked up the skill. Um, right. Then yeah, it's tough to tough to get in there. Yeah, not not everybody is as old as me and can remember HTML 1.0 and learning um, uh, HTML head head body body HTML. It's like the first tags yeah. you learn. You learn the framework and you put it into text editor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were super psyched when we could add the image tag and actually start putting pictures on our pages. <laughs> oh, slash. Yeah. Yeah. Good old days, man. And I don't mm. think Kara North is here, but I am not going to say it, Kara. It's our it's an inside joke. <laughs> Paul's been deflecting a lot in the comments. He said first of all there were no geeks here and now there's no old geeks here. So I'm starting to get to I'm not sure if I should get a a complex or not about. Yeah, this. are you and I the only ones then, right? Are we, yeah, yeah, probably. Do we not understand no our audience? <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. So, so lots of resources out there, um, and and even turning to your own to your own network is a great place to start fin finding things out. And yeah. yeah, the cohort is. I mean, it's it's kind of massive too. There's like what mm -hmm. roughly 700 people, I think, in a typical session, either in the fall session or the spring session. So there's lots of other folks to bump into. And even if you um, aren't, you know, actively doing something as has been pointed out in the chat, just uh, lurking, checking it out, et cetera, is also still a, a very valid way to participate in that program. And the Torrance team, um, as always, you know, kudos to them for, for supporting that. That's an absolutely massive uh, public service, I would say, that they that they support, so. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, you know, one of, I mean, for me, like, you know, uh, you know coming in as a teacher, um, and like having that experience of like getting people educated, like being focused on, uh, you know, like that, that learner first. Um, I think that like, to me, they do a great job of, of really putting uh, community and learner first. Uh, they, they know that uh, there's a long-term uh, benefit of, of getting people in the door, getting people, um, you know, work, uh, finding out what's going to be the best case for them. And I, I think that, you know, that was what was important for us is that we, we, we tried some stuff out, we were able to get a solution and we were able to meet a business need and it opened up the conversation at our organization about, okay, well, well, where else can we have visibility? You know, where else do we need a data strategy um, to, to look and ask meaningful questions and really help people do their job better and be, uh, get better faster. Mm -hmm. It's it's very cool. It starts one place and then ends up taking you down, you know, unexpected pathways, um, which reveal other things. And and ultimately, you're making the whole thing work better for the for the people who need the help uh, along the way. So yes, very cool. I think Brent, that's probably a good place for us to to call it a wrap here today and uh, dance out of what? here because oh, I know. Well, but we have to watch Dander dancing. <laughs> no. Now, so Paul Paul wins because he caught that that this is the Robert Downey Jr. dance. Oh, okay. Oh, he the, we yeah. have a winner. <laughs> Chicken dinner. <laughs> yes. All right. Since we were in Vegas all last week. So. Hey, where can people get a hold of you, Andrew? If people want to chat with you after this or get connected with you, where's the best place? Um, at Twitter. Like 
yeah. Uh, um, uh, Put your hand uh, up on you that chat for us there. Uh, yeah, I will absolutely drop that. Uh, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, and, uh, you know, and then uh, we'll be at the XAPI party uh, in December. Um, and uh, uh, Megan's going to let us talk about uh, some of the, this work that we're doing and uh, give a presentation. And then uh, additionally, we'll be at Learning Solutions in March, too. Um, cool. So, cool. yep, absolutely. Good stuff, man. Thank you so much for hanging with us. Thank you. Yep. Cool. Everybody have a great day. Here comes the pan. Have a great day, everybody.